I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Here's Alexis Sanchez. What a finish. Walcott's going to go through and score. Into the middle. Giroud is two. Hello and welcome to a very special Arsenal weekly podcast where we're live here at the Arsenal Foundation Ball. Throughout the night we're going to be grabbing a word with a number of guests including some of the first team squad, Ivan Gazidis and Dermot O'Leary. We're going to start off by finding out a bit more about the Arsenal Foundation with Gunners legend Bob Wilson. Well, I'm delighted to say that here at the Arsenal Foundation Ball, we're joined by Foundation Ambassador Bob Wilson. Bob, how are we doing? Uh, very good. I'm always hugely proud to have been asked to be an ambassador, of course. You know, I was thinking on my way up today, I live quite a long way away now, I come to all the home games. I was thinking it's now 53 years since I turned up at this place in 1963. 1963, as an amateur goalkeeper, school teacher, had to be qualified, played in eight or nine first team games as an amateur school. I mean, could you imagine that nowadays? Uh, I mean, I, I, I love this club. It looked as if I was going to be very much a, a bit player because four or five years in, I, I'd only still played about eight or 10 games. And then suddenly around about 1967, 68 season, it all took off and um, finished up playing 308 first team games. It always makes me laugh because I get introduced, you know, Bob Wilson, Arsenal legend, 308 appearances for Arsenal and I go mad because basically the story is I played with that gun on my chest proudly for 525 occasions 308 in the first team and the rest in what we call the stiffs which was the reserves but uh, you know I'm I love this club I'll always love this club it's, it means everything to me and just going on to the foundation it's such a fantastic organisation isn't it and one that so clearly and, and righteously has such a, a warm place in your heart combined with all the work that you do yes it has it both from the point of view you might ask me in a few moments about our, our own connection with the Willow Foundation um, about it but I think it's an extraordinary thing that football clubs nowadays, looking at the game the way it is, it is just so different almost in every respect from the day and age in which I live. But you know, first of all I want to say this, that this club has always had, from the time I arrived, those 53 years ago, it's had a style and a special something about it. Now that might, you might just sit there and think, oh he's just talking, you know, he's just talking it up. I believe you me, it was from the time I walked into the marble halls to coming to the Emirates, 
to everything. There's been a style that's special and different to this football club. Um, and of course, nowadays, giving something back to the community is the main, the main part of the Arsenal Foundation. And, and you only have to look at whether it saved the children, when you, whether you have to look at the support locally, you know, just in the Islington district and beyond. When you look at some of the, you know, like I noticed Martin Keown going off to a foreign country and, and doing his work as a, an Arsenal ambassador there. Um, and obviously included within it, and, and it's wonderful for us at Willow, that uh, the Arsenal Foundation also, we have a, an ongoing agreement with them where a certain amount of money comes to the charity. And for us as a charity, a national charity now 17 years old, to know that we're going to have this particular yeah, sum yeah. of money, doesn't matter how big it is, I mean, uh, you know, it's a fact that we're still being supported, uh, and it is a lot of money. But for us to know that that is going to be there over a period of time means an incredible amount to us as a charity. And then with Willow, Bob, as you mentioned there, just tell us a bit about what that money does and some of the things that you've been able to enact and some of the changes you've made to people's lives. Yeah, well, I mean, the basis of Willow is, is it's based entirely on what we found with our daughter, Anna, who had this five-year extraordinary roller coaster ride with her very rare form of cancer. She was a nurse, so from day one she knew that it might not be a good story. Uh, and until she died on December 1, 98, she was always teaching us. And I know that's an incredible thing to say, but it was all about having quality of life, quality of time, why you had it. And uh, towards the end of her life, she just said, look, use what you've learned from my experience. And what we learned was mainly there was no UK charity dedicated to what we did with Anna, the sort of things we did with Anna. Nothing in the age group 16 to 40. So the uniqueness of Willow is its age group. 16 to 40, prime time. If you're not going to enjoy yourself in six, between 16 and 40, you're never going to enjoy it. And Anna's way of doing things uh, in between all her chemo and her 16 life-saving operations was to make sure she was at the next Take That concert. She was at the next Arsenal Cup final, the next Arsenal championship, you know, because we were winning a lot of things there. Of course. Retail shopping with her mum done in a, in, a, in a stretch limo. And Anna, even when she was you know, her hair had gone and she was in a bad place. She was suddenly saying, oh, you know what, we got the cup final in, in, in 10 days' time. And she'd suddenly be on an adrenaline rush. And the day of it, you wouldn't think she was ill. And that would last for four or five days after. And that is what we now replicate, quite simply, whatever the recipient and their loved ones want. And unbelievably, after 17 years, we're 12,500 special days given, which is individuals, the majority of whom do not make it, like Anna, but, uh, of course, every special day that we have involves a minimum two or three people, possibly four or five people. So we're looking at, we've affected the lives of about 50,000 people. And, of course, within that, the Arsenal Foundation support is crucial. And just finally, we're here at the Arsenal Foundation Ball tonight. We've got the table football table going yeah. right in the centre. Yeah. Nacho and Monreal just <laughs> beat me on my near post there. Oh, no. Yeah, well, it might not have been the near post, but I was on the table there. I, I'm glad you called me over at that time. <laughs> I love the home and away colours for the table, football table for Arsenal as well. But just on this note, finally, the players are all here and it's a really good sociable night, isn't it, for people to, to celebrate what we've talked about, but just to enjoy themselves a bit as well. It is. I mean, we're at the end of the season. I mean, thankfully, the results in the last week have given us a, an extra lift. Um, the guys did an amazing job at Manchester City to come back and show, you know, a lot of it. I mean, I always say about, you know, at the end, Leicester City's achievement is about personality and character apart from being big players. Now, the guys were showing that in, in bundles. And 
although I'm a little bit sad that I thought there was an opportunity this year, um, they came up against the side of once in a million achievement. And, um, and they're a good team, They've got young, we've got young players. I wish we didn't have the amount of injuries we have, but you know, I, I will forever be sitting there enjoying. I think obviously over the arson period, it's the, it's the greatest football this club's ever seen over a 20 year period, extraordinary. Well, fantastic to catch up with you today, my friend, and enjoy the rest of the night. I will. I will, thanks. Well, of course, we're here at the Arsenal Foundation Ball, and I'm delighted to say that Petr Cech is with me now. And Petr, of course, it's your first Arsenal Foundation Ball. Exciting times, hopefully. It should be a good night. I'm looking forward to it. You know, this uh, foundation is a big part of uh, our uh, our club, and uh, and uh, I've heard a lot about this uh, charity ball. So hopefully it will be as successful as we would like it to be. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to know to have my first one and I met you many years ago in, in a different role I did some charity work with you then and I saw from you just how important you know this kind of role within the community and, and beyond is as a footballer no it's uh, it's a great opportunity for the club and for us to give something back because you know we're getting a lot of support from people around throughout the whole year and and then obviously in in your position you have a great opportunity to give something back and and the Arsenal Foundation is uh, it's, it's it's been doing really well over the years, and and every year we you know we try to help them as much as we can as players to be involved, and uh, and hopefully you know we have a ambitious target for tonight, so hopefully we can reach that. And obviously there's the boot room set up just a, a few metres away from us. Boots being signed off, lots of memorabilia auctioned off as well, and obviously you'll have a little role to play there, I'm sure, with a few signatures and so on. Yeah, I think it's the least we can give. You know, you give your uh, boots, uh, gloves, or or any item uh, people wish to wish to bet on, and and hopefully, uh, and as I said, you know, for a good cause, people people get it, and and we we reach the target in terms of the money raised, and and we will we can use it again. And you know, the ultimate goal is obviously to to get the money and use them well. And and um, you know, when you see sometimes the images of where the money goes. It's, it's very touching because you can see how many people we can make happy. The fact we're at this ball obviously brings almost to end a first season of you here with the club as well. And I bet you've, you've really enjoyed your time so far, I thought, hopefully. Well, it's been a great experience for me. It was a learning process a little bit because you, you get to learn about uh, new people, a new way of uh, doing things. And and uh, I would say um, it's been it's been a great first season for me. But, uh, you know, you always want to finish the season with the trophies, which uh, unfortunately we, we didn't manage to, to do so. But um, it's been a positive season. There was a lot of positive things happening. We improved in many ways, obviously. There were things we, we haven't done so well, but, uh, you know, we have something to build on for the next season. And, and I have to say that we are, we are looking forward to a new season and, and uh, you know, to a new challenge. And obviously, Petr, it's going to be a huge summer, hopefully, as well, isn't it? Loads to look forward to with, with the European Championships across in France. Yeah, you, you know, uh, hopefully we, we sign off with a win on Sunday and, and then, obviously, the national team comes in. Uh, European Championship, we have a difficult group with, uh, you know, Croatia, Spain and, and Turkey. But, um, you know, it's uh, European Championships are 
my favorite tournament because in terms of national teams because uh, you have really top teams involved and and the atmosphere and, and everything special about that so I'm really looking forward to it. And it's really exciting Euros isn't it just while we're on that because you've got the extra teams there with the, the new expanded program which I really like. Well I think it makes uh, the the qualifying system is already hard and, uh, and obviously when you have a few extra teams then it makes an um, you know, opportunity for other teams to uh, or more teams to, to get involved, more fans to get involved and and uh, let's see how this change will uh, will uh, change the whole European Championship because it's going to be for the first time with the extended number of teams and uh, I think it's a, it was a good idea and, and, and obviously hopefully the people will enjoy it. And as we let you go, any chance of a quick summer holiday or is it all completely pedal to the metal all the way through? No, we'll see. Obviously I would love to be there as long as possible at the, and in France so then we have to be realistic. We are not the favourites as the Czech Republic, but uh, you know you can always have a go, and uh, you can always try your luck. And uh, we will, you'll be ready for that. And and then um, let's see how much time I will have to, be, uh, you know, to relax before the new season starts. But uh, you know, if if we need to be ready earlier, I have no problem with that. Sounds good. Thank you so much for joining us, and enjoy the rest of the Arsenal Foundation ball. Thank you very much. We're here at the Arsenal Foundation Ball and I'm delighted to say that the man who's providing the musical entertainment is here with me now, which is of course Maverick Sabre. And Maverick, first of all, really exciting. How are you feeling about performing in front of uh, all these stars, being of course an Arsenal fan as yeah, well? Yeah, it's exciting. A different type of crowd than what we're normally used to. Um, but yeah, it's beautiful. We've got one of the boxes as our dressing room overlooking the pitch. It's a beautiful day. So yeah, it's going to be a really, really nice evening. And anything in particular you've got in store that you think they'll enjoy? Um, we have got a performance of a song um, from my last album called Lay Your Head um, over a very special VT that um, gives you a run-through of what the foundation stands for and is all about. So I think that would be quite a, quite a nice moment. And that's a very important part, obviously, of, of tonight, isn't it? And giving a little bit back, as we've been talking about with quite a few of the players and ex-players, it's, it's so key. Of course, and especially, you know, the foundation is, um, is centred around, you know, um, positivity within young people. Um, and that's key. So, um, yeah, it's nice to see, you know, a club like Arsenal having a foundation that's really focused around the kids. So definitely be a, be a positive night all around, I think. And for you, obviously, as we touched on there, as a Aguna yourself, just tell me how you got into the club. You're from Hackney before you went to Ireland, aren't you? Yeah, I was born in um, Stoke Newington, born in Hospital in Stoke Newington. My mum's side of the family all from Hackney. Um, and, yeah, was raised in Ireland. Um, and then... You know, when I when I came back was the first time I was able to start going going to Arsenal games. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a it's an it's a new element to tonight. <laughs> that you know, I just met I met Peter Czech, um and yeah, hopefully meet a couple of the other guys later on, and yeah, it'll be a it'll be a nice nice twist to the gig. You know, <laughs> do you get the chance to come and watch any games here at the Emirates? I or? do, I do. Obviously, I'm quite busy and travelling a lot, but when I do, you know, I, I I try and catch as many games as possible. I wanted to come on Sunday. Um, but again, I'm going to be away gigging, which is annoying. But um, yeah, I, I, I catch as many as possible. And obviously, you've been following the club for a good few years. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we can work out. Just tell me one or two of your best moments and memories, perhaps, of being an Arsenal fan so far that, that really stand out for you. Um, I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint special moments, you know. Um, 
For me, it was you know a standout moment when I first came to the Emirates. I first came at the Emirates, um, which was a Champions League match. I can't remember who we were playing. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But yeah, that was quite a standout moment when I first came out and walked out yeah. on the iron. Um, but yeah, yeah, too many special moments there. I know what you mean. When you come into this place for the first time, I was actually here for the very first game when it was opened against Aston Villa all, all those years ago. And it's incredible, isn't it? We're just looking out here now and there is this really special feeling as soon as you walk out into this bowl. Yeah, most definitely. I'm not sure if it's because I'm an Arsenal fan or because <laughs> of the, the presence of the stadium, but we've just been set out here um, for the last you know, hour and a half, two hours and really just taking in, taking in the stadium. It's quite peaceful, you know, which is strange. For a football stadium, but obviously with no one in here, it's, it's yeah, it's got a really calming sense here. Yeah, Peaceful now, and then of course in a minute you're going to do a brilliant set for everybody, which we're really looking forward to, pal. And uh, appreciate your time. I'm sure it'll go very well tonight. And best luck with the rest of your tour coming up. Thank you very much. Welcome back to this very special edition of the Arsenal Weekly Podcast and I'm delighted to say that Alex Scott has popped by for a chat and Alex obviously it is the Arsenal Foundation Ball and it means a huge amount and you would know as much as anybody what, with what you've seen in Iraq. Oh geez, yeah, I saw firsthand the work, the foundation, you know, it's just so great. I saw the smiles on the kids' faces, the football pitch and it's, it's mad because you say, oh yeah, you built a football pitch but I saw firsthand it's more than a football pitch, it's giving the children over there somewhere to escape and just have have their childhood back and somewhere where they can just forget the troubles and the situations that they're in. And that power for good within the game is just so immense, isn't it? Particularly for these fractured lives around the world. Yeah, and like I said, I saw firsthand. I think we don't really take it in. I think we we see all the devastation that's going on on the news, but I think we kind of just go back to our normal lives and we kind of forget about it. So for me to actually see it firsthand was a real eye opener. And I think it hit home when, you know, after I'd done my visit, I had a great day, but then I was able to leave and get on a plane and come home. When some of them children, they've been there for two and a half years, just stuck in that environment, and they don't know when ever they're going to be able to escape, and that was what was devastating. 
and probably for you richer for that experience as a person moving forward to bring into all walks of life and, and to inform others as well oh, it totally and totally empowered me as a person you know the children over there are so brave and you know i felt so humbled that they were so honored to meet me when you know this is the situation they're in i'm like i've i've done nothing you know it was it was really touching and an experience that i'll never forget and glad rags on tonight for everybody because yes. of course it's the Arsenal <laughs> Foundation Ball and it's a world away from that but again this is a, an enjoyable celebration of, of everything that this encapsulates. Oh yeah totally 100% it's about a celebration tonight but like I said it's not about just standing still it's about you know getting their messages across to everyone here tonight just how important the foundation and the work that Save the Children do and you know moving forward hopefully we can do some more great projects together. You've been tempted onto the table football table yet or have you managed to? Uh... Oh no I'm saving myself. <laughs> for the cup final <laughs> my manager won't be too happy on that note as we let you go of course Alex best of luck clearly at the weekend we previewed it all in our show last Monday but massive game against Chelsea it is one apart I'm really looking forward to this one obviously it's a big London derby arrivery with some of the players used to play for Arsenal but no it'll be extra special to win this one and it'll be a huge challenge but it'll be a great day for the fans and everyone involved as well won't it hopefully at Wembley as well yeah and you know what I know it's a special one for Vic Akers as well because even you know he was obviously in charge of Arsenal ladies and founded the club and he always pushed to have the cup final at Wembley and he was devastated we wasn't a part of it last year so if we manage to win it this year I know he will just be screaming from you know watching us Alex hopefully you bring us a favourable result when we chat to you girls come Monday and uh, all the very best of luck this weekend thank mate. you thanks for having me on Next up for you here at the Arsenal Foundation Ball, we're going to hear from Gunners Chief Executive Ivan Gazidis who's speaking to Carl Finocchiaro Ivan, is this a date that you circle on the calendar well in advance? It's really an important day in, a, in our year, yeah, and uh, we keep it, uh, keep it in a special place. And all the players uh, make sure that they, they come out as well. Everybody participates, and right across the whole club, and uh, that's why it's such a success every year. How do you feel on an, a purely emotional level, on a human level, when you see the Arsenal Foundation, then you see videos of the kind of work that it is doing? I'm so proud. I'm so proud of what this club does. You know, we, we have this long presence in our local community. And now, as well as doing that work and increasing the amount of work we do locally here in Islington, we're taking those programs out all around the world to some incredible places, you know, displaced people's camps in Iraq, to Beijing, to Indonesia, all around the world. We're doing this incredible work and using the power of the Arsenal name to do uh, good for people to, to help people who need help. It's, uh, it's incredibly powerful and so many people at this club are involved in that and I'm proud of them all. Were you, was there a special sense of pride when you saw all the pictures of Alex Scott in Iraq going around the world? Because that was a big news story over here and she was really clearly moved by it. Yeah, a very special sense of pride. I think Alex Scott is one of the most remarkable women that I know. Um, and as a spokesperson for our football club and the values we represent, uh, there's just nobody uh, better. And I, f I thought her visit, not just her visit, other things she does as well, but that visit was just so powerful and, and she was so eloquent about what she found out there. And uh, I think it connected with a lot of people. And 
People talk about changing lives and it's a phrase that is actually very real in this instance. What does that give you on a personal level to know that lives are actually being affected, change is actually being made because of the work some of the people at the Arsenal Foundation are doing? You know, it's one of the most amazing things uh, that I found about the club is the way that in, in a really relevant way it is improving people's lives. And what you have to do is go out and actually see this in action, see the way that people react to uh, the programs that we have and also their love of Arsenal um, and how it activates them and brings them uh, engagement, engagement in their community, uh, unlocking their potential. It's an incredibly powerful tool and when you see it in action and you realize just how relevant it is, how important it is in people's lives, um, it, it makes you incredibly proud and, uh, and uh, you know, we've got to recommit and redouble our efforts and work out how we can do more. Uh, we've got a fantastic uh, idea of having a foundation match this year at, uh, at the stadium, which uh, I hope will be a sellout. All our legends there playing against AC Milan legends. It's going to be an incredible night and with the added benefit, not just of having a special night here, but also knowing that that money's going to be good, uh, put to good use. Foundation Ball, and I'm delighted to say that our compare for the evening, none other than Dermot O'Leary, joins us now. Hello, Good mate. Evening. How are you? How are you? You're not bad, yeah. A little nervous because you know, it's always a gig, um, but quite excited. Quite a big gig as well for you, particularly as a, a big Arsenal fan as well, indeed, which I guess yeah. must make it all the more exciting to be Very much here so. in this situation. It's that weird thing when you get to I'm 42, when you get to 42, you've sort of got to have a word with yourself when you get that excited about seeing players. <laughs> but you know, who essentially, a lot of them are old enough to be your son. So you do sort of like, I think you have to get to a certain point where, where you, you can still fan, but like I get very excited about meeting like, I don't know, Liam Brady, or I met Pat Jennings recently. Um, you know, David O'Leary, who I traded on being my uncle when I was at primary school. Um, I think it's primary school, kids believe anything, so they honestly thought he was my uncle. But it's, you know, in the same way I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very excited to meet the boys, but we expect so much of these players, don't we? It's just like, now, now have a great personality when I talk to you. And obviously you're the fulcrum hopefully this evening to see all that come to light. And, and it's just a really fun night, isn't it? Because it's for a very worthy cause. We've talked about that a lot on the podcast this evening, yeah. but there's just so much to really celebrate too, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think uh, what, one of the reasons why I was always proud to be an Arsenal fan is I always felt when I was a kid, like, you know, I grew up between... Colchester, which is where I grew up, and uh, and all my family were London Irish. So and so Arsenal were very much the London Irish team. And so my first game that I watched on television was the '78 Cup final, which we lost, which we lost to Ipswich. And I was devastated because I thought the Arsenal were the underdogs because everyone in Colchester supported Ipswich at the time. And uh, and so I sort of supported them ever since. And the, that and that sort of community um, aspect of the club was always something I was very proud of growing up. And then you know since I was 18, I've been up in London, and. Uh, and, and, you know, I've been very proud of it as we've gone on and it's good that they've, they've never really lost touch with that. And it's important, especially with, you know, both locally and, and more internationally as well. Um, moving to the new stadium, for example, the fact we're only down the road from the old stadium, um, it's important that we're rooted in, you know, in N5 and the surroundings. So 78 Cup Final when you were probably, what, four or five years old, yeah, just doing my sums. Yeah, absolutely. But then 79 was great. <laughs> so, What would be a couple of your 
favourite moments in real pervading memory it's so funny. far? It's funny, 87 was a really big one for me because I loved Noel Quinn um, and winning the Little Woods Cup that year because I've been an Arsenal fan for quite a while and when you're a kid, it's, it's hard being a fan for a, for a football team that doesn't win anything when you're a kid. Um, so, so between 79 and 87, we didn't win anything. So, so uh, you know, and your friends at Liverpool fans at school are just giving you a lot of grief and Manchester United were all sporadically successful, even though they weren't winning the league, they were still winning cups. So, you know, that, some, that 87 Littlewoods Cup final against Liverpool when Charlie Nicholas scored is definitely a great moment. Then, of course, for me, 89. I remember, I remember and it was... It was kind of heartbreaking in many ways because I was stuck in kind of in this, in provincial culture stuff, watching it on television, and I was somersaulting. <laughs> I didn't know. What, I was just apathetic. <laughs> I was just so excited, and it was probably you know I know everyone makes a big deal quite rightly about the, that Man City <laughs> win a couple of years ago when they won against QPR that last kick, kind of kick of the game. But our two 0 against Liverpool was no less spectacular than that. I mean, it was it was extraordinary. So definitely those two. Um, and then, of course, the you know the great Wenger glory years. But there are so many of those, and and I think because the other two happened to me at, at such a young age, I suppose those are the two that kind of, I suppose, especially '89, that cemented my my love. A couple to finish off, if we can. So now you're in a man in demand tonight, obviously right. with your role. Um, if you were going to pick a, a current player that would be your man to you know really get the juices flowing. Well, I always get excited when Sanchez is on the ball. Yeah. There's something. What I love about him is he, he he looks like he plays football the same way he played football when he was five. <laughs> you know, in that he like it's that infectious enthusiasm. Yeah, and, and when he loses the ball, he just fights so hard to get it back. And and yet, what I love from the opposite perspective is Ozil, because Ozil actually is one of those players that when people don't watch when people watch highlights of football, they say, "Oh, Ozil's lazy." It always annoys me because actually, when you watch when you come here and watch him and you, you watch him off the ball. He's just by far and away the most gifted, naturally intelligent footballer you'll ever see. Because he always, like, you won't see him at all, and then suddenly he'll just pop up with that killer pass. So th those two, obviously, are terrific. Um, and then, I I've, you know, I've got a big soft spot for Welbeck as well. I, I'm, I, I'm so sad that he's, he's out injured, but he will come back again. And it's great to have that kind of young, it's very important for us to have, I know they're not getting they're super young, but that kind of, that kind of nucleus of... of British sort of players is, is is kind of it's kind of important just that because you look at Leicester City this year and they won because they're a club you know I mean of course they won for very, very many different reasons and they absolutely deserved it but you can tell they've got, they've got a great team spirit there and it's very important that we don't forget that absolutely and just as we let you go moving forward from here from, from Arsenal's point of view I was commentating on the under 21s getting promoted obviously on Tuesday night oh, which great. was brilliant And I didn't know that That's yeah fantastic. they did so back into the big time for next season in the Premier League which is really important for them um, just hope that we'll see you know that progression of the club that is there but maybe it's just that one elusive step away yeah, at times maybe I think sometimes our fans can get a little um, angsty and look and I understand it we pay a lot of money to come and see this team but it isn't Football's not a wish list. You don't just, you know, you don't, no one's got a God-given right to win the league. Leicester won the league because they were the best team this year, um, and we just have to keep that focus. And, and I actually, I really do think. I mean, I hope we do add to the squad because a few players will retire or they'll move on. But I still think with this squad, we can win the league next year. Because if you think about it, all our big rivals, are rebuilding in some way, shape, or form. Guardiola going to City, that won't happen overnight. It might do because it's a genius, but you know, Klopp's Liverpool is still going to take time. No one knows what's going to happen at Manchester United. You know, Chelsea are going to be a transitional period. Whereas I think for the most part, we'll still be quite settled and hopefully we'll learn from this year. 
it's important to keep perspective about these things, I think. Dermot, really appreciate your time here, my, my friend. Pleasure. Have a good night. Thank you, Busy guys. Man. Thank you. So that's full time on this special live episode of the Arsenal Weekly Podcast from here at the Arsenal Foundation Ball. A big thank you to the organisers for letting us bring you this sneak preview inside the event. And thanks too to all our contributors tonight. We'll be back on Monday the 16th of May for our end of season review. And until then, it's good night from the Arsenal Foundation Ball. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast on iTunes or listen to a new show every Monday on arsenal.com and SoundCloud. The Arsenal Weekly Podcast. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.